Okay, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to this exciting evening that I am so honored to be hosting. Um, this is Jen Springer. I'm a Young Living Platinum, and I've been with the company since 2001. And it's been a long year, you know, a lot of years of watching this company evolve, and really, Young Living is coming into its own. And we're in our 20th year anniversary. And wow, all I have to say is every day, if you guys got the email today from Young Living, you know every day it's almost like more amazement and more things that are happening that we're just just really, really blossoming into our own. If you guys heard uh, Craig Aramaki a few weeks ago and hearing him talk about where we're going with things, I mean, I've got a, a, a guest that you're going to hear about in just a few minutes here that's going to be coming up as well that you're going to be really excited about. And it seems like every time we turn around, we've got record-breaking months and quarters, and it's really just we're in the right place at the right time. And if you went to convention, you know that. You knew that the information that we got was fantastic. So start budgeting your money now. If you've never been to convention or if you haven't been in a while, start throwing away $100 here, $100 there, so that you can get to convention next summer. Stick some cash in your mattress. Stick it in the cookie jar. Well, probably get found in the cookie jar. But put it in a place where nobody's going to find it so you can get out there. Because I can tell you one thing. The 20-year party is going to be more than anything we've ever seen. And how can you top Wayne Dyer and Darren Hardy? I don't really know, but <laughs> I know Gary is going to do it, and it's just going to happen. But one thing is for sure that you've partnered with a company that is solid, rock solid, and you've made the right decision to partner with Young Living, whether it's for your health or your wealth or both of it. You could be brand new, and this could be your very first experience tonight on this phone call, or you could be a 12-year veteran like me or even longer. And, you know, we're, we're just in the right place. Aromatherapy, essential oils are hitting the masses, and we are with the right company that's aligned to help everybody with their health and their wealth. You know, we hear about job losses, and I can't afford it, or I can't go there because I don't feel well, or, you know, I can't stand on my feet all day, and today I heard, you know, I have a migraine, you know, I can't think straight. You know, it seems like people are losing their battle to the financial or the health battles all the time, and, you know, little kids are up on attention medication, and, you know, there's just so many things going on, and I know all of you are dealing with this, but you know what, we have something that most people don't, and we can offer people young living, and it's up to them whether or not they're ready to put their junk out of the trunk, and they'll join you if they are ready, and it may be today, and it may be in years from now, but always hold that space that whenever they're ready, you will be there to help them with Young Living. And so tonight is our, mon our Monday call. We do this every Monday at 7 p.m. The call will last about half hour to 45 minutes. Try to keep it short and sweet. Every now and then we kind of get closer to 8 o'clock central, depending on what time zone you're in. And uh, we, But we will never go over that time. But uh, we're not sure where we're headed tonight because we've got a lot of cool things to talk about and uh, stay, you know, even when Mary finishes, um, we've got a couple more announcements to go over. But we want to be able to get you back to your evening as well and uh, not take up the whole night with doing this, even though this call would be one I would love to do all evening, but I'm sure we all have things to do as well. So real quick with my personal team, we had a record July. I mean, just even for the one of the months of the year that seems sometimes to be the toughest, we just blew the lid off. And I know for a lot of teams out there, you had the same thing in August. I don't know what's going on with this August, but holy moly, we are rocking it. <laughs> and if we keep tracking where we are right now, I'm probably going to see the highest month ever with my team. And so it's really, you know, an honor 
and I feel um, blessed to have my members in the True Life Networking team. This is our call, and uh, all of you, are, like I said, are welcome to come to this call every Monday, and uh, you're all very awesome to work with, and I'm very grateful, grateful to be of service to you. So real quick, I want to cover the August specials. Um, two, well, we've got the, um, the Clarity and the Valor Oil for the 190 PV, and then we got 250, you add the seed spray and the sanitizers, three of those. And everybody who's got vouchers, make sure you check your expiration on those because they're expiring now every month depending on when you got them. You know, make sure you check because everybody's is a little bit different depending on when you started accruing those. And then make sure you get to Young Living's event tab so you know what's coming up and near to you. If you're in the Fargo, North Dakota area where I'm at, you can check what classes I'm doing in the fall. I know all of you are from my area because, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know a lot of you are from the East Coast or the West Coast, and there's Canadians on the line, and there's people from all over. But I know North Dakota is not the most populated place in the whole country. But if you are near here, if you're from Minneapolis or, you know, a little bit west, Wyoming, wherever you're from, if you want to come up here, my classes are found at jenspringer.com forward slash events. I've got accredited courses for massage therapists because um, I teach at a local university and I use the oils in the practice there. And uh, the also, too, there's going to be a raindrop class I'm going to do in Minneapolis coming this fall as well. So next week, uh, what's going to happen on this call is we've got my coach, the team coach, who got me, helped me get to platinum within 90 days of working with him. He has over 20 years' experience with the home-based business arena, and he knows exactly how to get your business moving and why it is or why it isn't. And that's Tom Challen. He'll be next week. And the week after, we have Scott Schuler, Crown Diamond. And then, hopefully, the first part of September, we'll have Jared Turner. And he's going to go over that amazing new incentive program, which you just got in your email today, talking about cars and $10,000 and trips to Hawaii and all that. He's going to go into that. And I'm like, I just got that email, like, oh, my gosh, we've got to have Jared on the call. So I, I got with him, and he's going to be coming up here. And so right before we get started here with Mary, I just want you guys to realize that, as a note, any information that we are going to talk about tonight is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, treat, or cure any illness or disease. The information is strictly for educational purposes only, and it's not medical advice. This is Mary's personal testimonial and what she does and how she lives her life. And so if you're going to want to seek a qualified health professional of your choice for your own well-being and that of your family. So, okay, now let's turn the reins and we're going to get to Mary now. When I joined Young Living, I remember seeing pictures of Mary pregnant with Jacob, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> I remember seeing this going, wow, this lady's on the stage and she's wearing this dress, you know, that white dress, you know, and you're pregnant and just radiant and sharp as a tack, just as she is now. And I don't even think she's aged a day looking back at those pictures. And over the years, I've heard Gary and Mary show about, they've, they've talked about how she cares for her body and how Gary guides her with that. And her dedication to her health has been an incredible role model for all of us because she really walks her walk and talks her talk, you know, vice versa. And I remember in 2005, Mary, when we were one of the first groups that went to Ecuador, and I remember when we were on a transferring flight, and in your suitcase, which was about as tall as you, <laughs> your goat milk exploded <laughs> when the plane was delayed. <laughs> I just was like, oh, my gosh, this woman really does walk and walk and talk and talk because she's even carrying goat milk in her baggage for her boys so that they didn't have to drink or whatever with local. You know, you are always prepared and taking care of your family and how dedicated you are 
And, you know, you guys don't tell us what to do to be healthy and do the opposite. Um, there's no facade when it comes to the young. They're the real deal in down to earth. And, you know, for those of you that don't know, Mary grew a multi-million dollar home-based business before Gary and Young Living ever came into her life. And her savvy and her business skills have helped Young Living become the world leader in essential oils. And besides that hat and all the other hats, she's a mother, a wife, an executive, a musician, a gardener, a world traveler. And how does she do it all? Well, tonight we're going to talk about that. So, Mary, I want to say welcome and thank you so much for spending time tonight with us. And it's an honor to have you on our call. Oh, Jan, you're so welcome. This is so much fun. My goodness, you make me sound like I'm some magician or something. Oh, I, I, so you are, I almost feel overwhelmed hearing someone talk talk about me that way. It makes me I laugh. Know sometimes. Well, there's this oil called humility that you might have heard of before. <laughs> oh, yes, bad. Well, I remember we took, I took Jacob to Japan when he was nine months old and when Gary left, he didn't know that we were coming, and we went to surprise him. And it was so funny because I carried 60 pounds of food with me that included goat milk. And we got to the hotel room, and they didn't have a refrigerator. And I was most upset about that. But the Japanese are always so wonderful and so accommodating that they brought ice every night for the bathtub where I kept all the food. Oh, my <laughs> so when gosh. You talk about Goat milk exploding. Oh, my goodness, what we have been through with goat milk. But now you all have to come to Ecuador to enjoy the fabulous, fabulous goat milk that we have down there. Gary, oh my. I should say Gary's growing a dairy because eventually he wants to bring the goat cream back into the cosmetic arena of Young Living. But it takes a lot of goat milk to get enough cream because we're growing so fast. But there's just oh. all kinds of fun, fun things that we do, and I'll never forget the day I didn't have to take goat milk on the plane, diapers, and the stroller. We celebrated all the way down the corridor to the gate. <laughs> I bet. Especially with oh, two boys, then one and then the other one. Yeah. Well, when we went to Australia, they even let us bring our goat milk in. Naturally, we had to declare it, but I said, I have to have this for my, my babies. And they were just wonderful and let us go through. So we had our goat milk, and then Artemis was fabulous, and she found a goat dairy for us, and we had goat milk the whole time we were there. We were just so adamant about not wanting the boys to have anything that was pasteurized. And, mm-hmm. of course, goat milk is so, so healthy and so close to mother's milk that we're still drinking goat milk at our house. And Joseph loves goat milk. Jacob, not so much anymore. But... We're trying to wow. stay as unpasteurized everywhere we possibly can. It seems like nowadays everything is so adulterated and so many chemicals and so many hidden things, and the boys have become label readers, and boy, if it has food coloring or a preservative or sugar, nope, Mom, we can't have that. This isn't good. So they're being trained well, <laughs> and hopefully that at their age now they don't have the taste of sugar and all the junk food that so many other children grow up with that they don't have an interest in it. They don't they don't like it. We we never go to the grocery store, we always go to Whole Foods or or Good Earth and 
every once in a while if I have to pick up something and we walk down an aisle where all this candy is, they don't even know what that is. They've never tasted an Oreo, a Tootsie Roll. It's most remarkable. And so you don't just, hear McDonald's, 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 like most mothers here when they drive down the street. <laughs> no, they have a song that they sing that is quite derogatory. <laughs> it, would, <laughs> it would make you laugh. That's really funny. But, but but they know, and they're very careful. And it's funny. We go to a restaurant somewhere, and the boys want to order something, and the first thing they say, well, does it have sugar in it? Oh, I'm sorry, we can't eat that. Or, you know, you go to the bank, and they offer the kids all-day suckers or Tootsie Rolls or something. Oh, no, we can't eat that. That's poison. Mm. That's bad for you. So we've just been very dedicated at, at teaching them, and they're – they're fast, they're smart. Oh my goodness, they are so smart. It makes my head spin sometimes. But we see their response and we've noticed with with children who've grown up on junk food and have been vaccinated, there's there's a duller sense about them. They're they just don't seem as quick and as bright and you can tell children that are well nourished and that haven't been vaccinated, they're faster. Their eyes sparkle and it's it's fun. It's fun to be with the young living children, go to convention or go to kids camp. Oh, the kids are so smart and so fast and have so much fun and, and it has so much to do with how they eat. But when you have children wanting ninja red or a wolfberry bar, oh my my goodness, it's amazing how the taste buds grow as they grow with the products and the things that we have to offer. It's it's just really a wonderful experience. Also, I, I might just mention that we have taught our boys what kind of oils to use for what kind of situations. Well, we were up in St. Mary's, and many of you don't know, but Gary is experimenting in distilling sandalwood. And he's brought the chips in, and they're grinding them, and uh, he's trying all kinds of different ways to get the maximum steam saturation. Well, Jacob spent the whole day helping Jay Anderton grind sandalwood chips. And he got some sandalwood dust in his eyes, and his eye was a little bit swollen. And so he comes to Dad and says, well, Dad, uh, what oil shall I use? And, well, try myrrh, try melrose, see what feels good, see what seems to help. But they always ask. They always want oils. Um, Joseph He's a funny kind of a little boy. He doesn't like to wear long pants, and he likes to go barefooted. And we were up in the mountains, and he's running around in short pants. And my goodness, if there's any place you want to wear long pants, Levi's, it's in the mountains. But no, he's got to have his short pants. And so he looks like he's been abused. His legs are all bruised up and scrapes and scratches and everything. But every time something happens, he runs, Mom, I've got to have an oil. Get me frankincense. Mom, I want lavender. But I think frankincense is probably his favorite oil. But they know the oils. They understand the oils. And children who haven't had an exposure to other things, they gravitate towards them. They respond to you. And I'm sure there's so many of you who have children and grandchildren who ask to have oils massaged on their feet at night. And, and it's just it's fabulous because they don't even go into the allopathic world. My boys would never think of going to the doctor or having some kind of medicine for something. They don't even know what that is. And we don't have television, so they don't see all the the multitude of ads for drugs 
And so they're, they're not really exposed to that environment, and we don't have things like that in our home. And so they, they just don't really know what that is. But they're all for doing the very, very best that they can for their bodies with, with oils, with enzymes, and Jacob swallows enzymes whole, and I have to mix the enzymes into Joseph's power drink. He somehow, he, this morning he was giving me a dissertation on plastic and how he just couldn't bear the taste of plastic in his mouth, and that's why he didn't want to swallow the capsules, and we're all laughing. And I said, okay, well then I'll just open the capsule up for you. And even if it doesn't taste good, he'll drink it rather than swallow the capsule. But I'm hoping I can get him down the other road because takes a lot more time to open them up. But that's just normal, everyday life with us. And you know, every morning, go ahead. It was amazing at convention because we did have um, some excellent breakout sessions that talked about oils and nutrition for children. And my sister went to one, and it was she was just blown away and has taken much of the protocol that was given, and I don't remember who did it, but putting the children on high protein and getting them on omega gyes and the enzymes and the oils. Exactly. And it was fantastic. For those of you that did go, it was a great, it was a lot what, like what Mary is talking about. And, you know, the like Mary said, you go to kids camp at convention and it's absolutely astounding to see these children that, yeah, they're rambunctious and they're kind of crazy, but they're not ill-behaved. They don't have those behavioral issues the same way. No, they're, you know? they're not like they're uptight. It's, it's like they're just full of energy. They're just excited. I know yes. Joseph, he is so energetic, he can just hardly sit still. And the minute the music starts, he's got to dance. And he, he just never slows down, and we all, we all marvel. But it's well, not how... that, that hyper strange feeling that you get with kids when they're on a sugar high or when they're nutritionally deficient. Or, you know, like my boys never cried as babies. We were really careful what they were fed. I think with Jacob, I was purifying peaches and pears and yams for him at about six weeks. It's just like he just he's a huge eater now, but he was then, and he would just snarf the peaches and snarf the pears and snarf the yams. Oh my goodness, he just he just loved it. He would just eat so fast. And we'd laugh and laugh, but he's he's still doing the same thing. And, of course, these are peaches and pears that we picked and that we bottled that were without sugar. And so they were really highly nutritious, and he was just ready. He just wanted food. Mm-hmm. And we've we've watched that all along. It's, it's just wonderful to see that. And Jacob is a big carrot juice drinker. When I was, when I was pregnant with Joseph, I think I drank about a half a quart of beet juice every day. And those were beets that we grew in our garden, and I went out and picked them, and I juiced them myself. And I think that's part of the reason why I I did so well through the pregnancies, because I never had a single problem. They were both born on their due date. There was no medical intervention, and Gary delivered them both. And we went home right after they were delivered. It was just fabulous, and I've never had any problems with them. And they always seemed at peace. They they didn't cry. You know, you'll get kids, they get upset, and they get tired, and they get crabby. I don't see that with children who are nutritionally fed. And, of course, we all have the secret of the oils. You just put 
you know, a piece of calming on their feet or lavender on their feet or rutabella. And Jacob loves all of the oils. He loves everything except rutabella. And for some reason, he just doesn't like that smell. And he can tell before I get to him. And he'll go, no, Mom, no, don't do it. And he puts his head down in the pillow, but I love to give him rutabella. I think there's so many good things in it. <laughs> I just do it anyway. But they ask for oils. They say it, massage. Massage, Mom, massage. And I massage the boys every night with oils. Sometimes I put sandalwood on their faces when we've been outside in the sun too much and their skin looks a little dry. And, of course, here in Utah, it's very dry. So we're always having to pay more attention to the care of our skin. But they love it. They love it. They ask for it. And it's nice about the oils. You you don't know for sure what all the benefits are that you're going to get, but you know you aren't going to get any negative ones. As long as you, you have pure oils and there's no adulteration, you got it made in the shade with kids. I would say wow. you have to you have to know your oils that are hot oils, you know, that are high in sesquiterpenes or alpha pinings. Like frankincense can be a little hot or lemongrass, oregano, thyme. You have to have caution with those, but Jacob's got a little, I don't know what it is. It almost looks like a little wart on one of his toes, on the bottom of the toe. So we've been putting a drop of oregano on it every night, and it's shrinking really fast. And I just started last week, but I couldn't find the oregano one night, so I put a little thyme on it, and the thyme ran a little bit between his toes. And he was yelling and screaming, Mom, it's burning, it's burning, get the V6, get the V6. And so I did, naturally, and that stopped it. But just as a word of caution, you have to be careful with those kinds of oils because they can be pretty hot. And certainly with with smaller children, you want to dilute it down with V6 or coconut oil, you know, something like that. But they all work. They all have benefit. They all offer something. I think when you use natural things, you just have to experiment and, and figure out which oil is going to work best for whatever you're trying to help. And if one oil doesn't work, try another one or combine the oils. It's trial and error. You know that, Jan. I'm sure you've had so many experiences in trying to figure out what the best thing was to use. Absolutely. So you know, yeah. what I was, what um, you mentioned it, and I'm really curious because you are in Lehigh and you travel to the desert and you travel to South America and you're all over how do you, we're going to shift gears a little bit back to you because I'm sure you'd much rather talk about the boys and not talk about you. But, um, I do not talk about them. I know. You could, I mean, it's so easy to talk about them, especially when they're just so great. And, uh, you know, we've got all these wonderful stories about them. How do you take care of your skin? Because your skin is always glowing and it's blemish-free. And, I, you know, we all know that you do everything natural with that. How do you do that? And actually, one of the questions that came that came in on top of that is, um, what type of cosmetics do you do besides that? But um, how do you take care of your skin so that it looks the way it does? Well, you'll laugh if I tell you. Of course, maybe maybe uh, <laughs> we can laugh. <laughs> but most of the time, I don't wear any makeup because there's not much that's good out there. And several years ago, Burt's Bees used to put out a colored uh, moisturizing cream. And that was at the time when we were in Ecuador that I discovered Burt's Bees. And so I just bought several tubes. I'm still using the last of the tubes because when Clorox bought out Burt's Bees, they discontinued the colored moisturizer. 
and I still have a couple of tubes left, so I haven't been on the look to find something else. But I've heard from uh, some of the distributors at the beauty school that we had up in Park City that there are two or three out there that are pretty good. But um, I use, well, let me go back even a little bit further. When I first was introduced to Young Living, that was in about 1992, and I had all these oils sitting at home on on the counter in my bathroom. And I didn't know really anything about the oils. And someone had told me that you could put lemongrass underneath your eyes and if you had any bags or discoloration, it would take it away. And that was lemongrass and eucalyptus globulus and I think maybe lavender. I think the, the formula is in the EDR. But anyway, nobody told me to dilute it. Oh and so God. that's what I did, and instantly, overnight, the discoloration under my eyes was gone, and it never, ever came back. But I kept using it, and I did it at night when I'd close my eyes because lemongrass is a really hot oil, and it makes your eyes water. And so I would just lie there in bed and and let the the tears run. Well, my goodness, it was about four or five days later, the skin was peeling off underneath my eyes. And I called somebody to ask what happened. She said, well, don't you know you have to dilute that oil? It's a hot oil. Well, you got to take that for what it's worth, but if you're helping people learn how to use the oils, make sure you warn them about any hot oil that they might want to use, like lemongrass is really good for ligaments. So if you have a ligament that you're trying to soothe or help, you probably want to dilute it because it can be pretty hot. But anyway, that was one of my very first experiences in using the oils, and it was just trial and error. I I really didn't have anybody who helped me, and the lady who sponsored me never, ever one time called me on the phone. And so I never got any direction, and I just figured it out, trial and error, or I'd call somebody else I knew who was in Young Living and using the oils, and they give me a little bit of direction. But as I was looking at all these oils, and I was really attracted to the more exotic oils and the the beautiful blends, I was attracted to Valor and uh, Three Wise Men, Sacred Mountain. I just loved the smell of those those oils and just just their names alone. And so I thought, you know, I wonder what would happen if I started putting those oils on my skin. So I would try different oils to see how they felt. And I really, really love the feel of the oils that are a little bit thicker, like sandalwood, myrrh, vetiver, patchouli, just different oils like that. And, and Gary says he doesn't like it when I wear, wear myrrh on my face at night because I smell like dirty socks. <laughs> so, so I don't wear myrrh at night, but when he goes out of town, then I wear myrrh. I love I love the feel of it on my face, but the one that I discovered that I love the very most was sandalwood. And so I put sandalwood on my face in the morning and sandalwood at night, and I found that most of the oils have a natural alcohol in them. Well, as you all know, alcohol is drying to the skin. And so I would put like Boswellia wrinkle cream, and then the new art came, and I used that. Just something to dilute, smooth out the alcohol. But that has been my regimen for 20 years now. I love putting 
three wise men on my face at night. I love putting valor on my face. And I'll try different oils, a couple of different oils every week, just just for the feel of having something different on my face. And then I go back to sandalwood again. And with this new sandalwood that Gary's distilling in St. Mary's, it's really a beautiful oil. It's smooth and so refined and oh it's just absolutely gorgeous i i hope that it's going to work out that it will be something that that we'll be able to have in young living i just have a little tiny ball that gary gave me to try out and see what i think about it and i like it a lot but i i love the sandalwood that we we have currently in young living that um, comes from madagascar i think but i just absolutely love the feel of oils on my skin and now we have a new mask and I tell you I really love the new mask oh my goodness I what I do is I I don't know how many of you have tried it but Gary brought it home from Hong Kong and he was all excited about it and he says you just got to try this you got to see what you think and you know Gary he's typically always out there looking for something new and so I'm always his guinea pig but I I take a pair of scissors and I cut the four sides off so I completely separate it I don't try to peel it open I don't waste my time and then I take the foil that it's on and I wipe it off on my face so I hydrate my skin with it first and then I put the mask on and what I do is I cut the sides and the top around the forehead off, and the part from the forehead, I cut that in half, and I put those strips on my neck. And then I'll go downstairs and maybe watch a movie with the boys, with Gary, and I let it stay on my face for probably an hour. And when I feel like it's pretty well dry, then I, I take the mask off and I put the, the serum on. And the serum has an interesting feel to it. As it, as it dries, it feels like it's pulling the skin together. It's really an unusual feeling. And so I wait till I feel like, like it has stopped doing that, and then I put sandalwood on top of it. And then either Boswellia or Art or whatever I'm, I'm in the mood for. But that's, that's what I do. That's my regimen, and I probably do the mask at least twice a week. And I've been doing that ever since we came out with it. And I don't do anything different i i do the uh what is it the the mask that goes dry on your face and then you wash it off kind of like the the overnight one yeah like for exfoliating the skin mm-hmm. I, I do that once in a while but i i'm i don't have my brain programmed to do that and so it has to be right there in front of me for me to see and think oh i need to do this but i've just always been so happy with the oils and and the way my skin feels that I haven't done anything else. I do the the Burt's Bees colorized moisturizer cream oh during the winter time when I go to the office. I think it's a, it helps protect against the the cold weather and we have really cold weather here and cold wind and it's so dry. But if I'm not going anywhere, I just put my oils on and when I'm down in Ecuador I don't wear any makeup when I was up in St. Mary's I didn't wear any makeup I just 
I don't see a whole lot of difference between my skin with the oils on it and what I see with this moisturizing cream. I can't imagine wearing makeup. I, I just, oh, those chemicals are so harmful. I just wouldn't want to do that to my skin. So yeah, that's, usually you just, go ahead. I just say that's nuts and bolts of what I do. There isn't anything different. Yeah, for those of you that have seen Mary's face, it's very, you keep it very simple. Sometimes you just get a little lip color on and yeah. that's about it. You know, you don't have much, maybe a little mascara. You, I mean, you don't wear a lot of makeup at all. No, I, and you're, no, I don't. And, you know, I came from the theatrical world where makeup was a really big deal. You know, put on the pancake makeup and, oh, my gosh, the stuff was so heavy. And always when we were finished with a performance, the first thing I did was wipe the stuff off, get it off my face. And uh, now I just, I don't know if I could stand to to put it on my skin again. I just love the feeling of being free. And I think wearing heavy makeup makes you feel trapped. My skin would feel trapped. So I just would never do it. Well, how do you keep up with the boys and <laughs> Gary and running this company and running around the world? How? What does Mary do for Mary to stay sane? Or maybe you're not sane, but how do you stay sane? With I'm this, not I mean, sane. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like I'm the Energizer Go Bunny, you know. But how do you oh, do I it? How do you take care of yourself? I have a lot of people who ask me that question, and I have a pat answer. One day at a time. I go with the flow. And with the boys, they're getting older now. Jacob's going to be 13 in about 10 days. Oh, oh my goodness gosh. gracious. This is going to be a big celebration, but he's he's getting very independent, and Joseph's very independent, and they they want to do everything. They want to play basketball. They want to play baseball. They want to play soccer. They want to do this. They want to go, go there, and... It's really a challenge keeping up with it all. But we we pick and choose. But I just go and I just do what I have to do. When I know we're going to travel like we're leaving on Friday for the cruise, well, I'm starting to get packed now because we get home on Friday, the following Friday about midday, and we leave Saturday morning at 8 o'clock for Ecuador. So I have to have Ecuador all packed up and the cruise all packed up, so I'm trying to do a, a little bit at a time, and I hope to have it all done by Thursday so that I don't have to do an all-nighter because I'm tired of doing so many of those because I know that the lack of sleep is probably one of the worst things for your health. And I happen to be a night owl. I'd love to stay up late, but that's not my lot in life anymore because I have to get up at 5 o'clock, 5.30 every morning. The boys start school on the 3rd of September, and I'll be getting up at 5 o'clock every morning and getting them up at 6 and leaving the house at 7. So it's it's going to be a challenge when, when school starts, except that I have the day free. And generally speaking, I drop the boys off at school and then I come to the office. And I spend the whole day at the office and then I go pick the boys up and then we go home. And we have piano lessons. We do homework. We have soccer. You know, whatever sport they're involved in, the boys were really involved in chess. Joseph, the youngest one, the nine-year-old, is the state champion for the state of Utah in second grade, undefeated. And Joseph was second for the entire state for all grades. So they're really smart in chess, and I like that because I think it's good brain stimulation. But that's also demanding because we had lots of chess tournaments on Saturdays, but 
get up in the morning, get up early, pack lunch, take oranges and apples and ninja red and all the good stuff so they're not eating pizza and, and you know, the junk food that everybody else goes out and buys. And we just go on a daily basis. Sometimes we travel with Gary. It's the same routine, getting ready, always packing, you know, food because you can't get anything really good on the airplanes. And, and I like the boys to be eating the fresh fruit, so... I buy the organic pears, and it's a little bit heavy to carry, but you can take it through security, and usually by the time we got off the plane, they've eaten it all, so my bag's lighter, <laughs> so I don't mind, but um, that's that's just what we do, and then when we're with Gary, if we're going to a place other than Ecuador, then we're with him in the meetings. The boys are getting now so that they like to participate. They go up on stage. They speak a little bit. Jacob's getting pretty good at welcoming the audience and just taking part. And we had a wonderful, wonderful time up in Silver Club. I don't know how many of you who are listening who are at Silver Club, but it was so fabulous. Oh, my goodness. And I I bet you I talked the comp plan from the minute we arrived until everybody left. Everybody had questions, wanting to understand how to build and structure and this and that and the other. And it was so fun because I just love to talk business. I love to teach people how to build a business. And so it was was really rewarding for me in, in that regard. And to see so many, our numbers were just doubled. But as we were we were going to the airport and, and we were picked up by Travis and Joseph said, well, how far are we away from the farm? And I said, well, we should be there in about an hour and a half. And he looked at me with a big smile on his face and says, it's party time. We're going to have fun. All the distributors are there. And they have fun. He spent time, both of them, they sat and talked and had discussions. And uh, Jacob made really good friends with this lady from Australia. And he took her down to the hot tubs of the distillery. And they just spent the whole day together. And I'm just thrilled to see the boys doing that because whenever we traveled we always took the boys with us in the very beginning when they were little we took my mother with us and she stayed with the boys up in the hotel room because they were so little and they'd be bored but as they got a little bit older and mother didn't go with us and had distributors who would help but we always took them because I never wanted them to feel like they were being left out. I didn't want them to resent Young Living because they were being left behind, and they don't. They love Young Living. They love Kids Camp at convention. They love to go to the meetings, and they have so many, many friends, and I'm sure many of you are, are listening tonight, but they just light up when they see you. And that's what we do. When we go to Ecuador, we have a house there on the farm, and they have all their friends, and so they're on the the four-wheelers down to their where their friends live into employee housing. And I usually have between 10, 15, 20 kids up in the swimming pool every single day. And they just have a, a wonderful time where, wherever they go. They just have fun and they integrate. and They love to talk about the oils and they'll get into discussions now. I've noticed Jacob getting into a couple of discussions on the airplane with people about what we do, why we're traveling, where we live, what do we do at our farm. And that's that's how we keep up. We love we love going to Ecuador in the 
I do especially because it's warm year-round. It's just fabulous, and the air is just moist enough. It's really wonderful for your skin, and and we're safe out there on the farm, and we have wonderful food and the restaurant at the farm. Many of you who are going to the Gold Platinum Club are going to have that experience, and it's going to be fabulous this year. So that's what we do. That's how I keep up. There is, you know, there isn't a secret to it. Sometimes I have to say, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. I can't fit it into the schedule. And other times we say, well, okay, let's see how we can make this work. One thing that I don't like to do is travel very far away and not take the boys. And that's been often suggested to me that I go with Gary to Singapore or to Japan or someplace like that. And I in good conscience, can't go and be that far away because it's too hard for mom to get back home if something something happened or mom were needed. And so on the big, long flights during the school days, I don't usually go. But if we have school break, then we all go. And we're all going on the the Frankincense Trail, the, the camel caravan that's going to take place in Jordan, which I'm sure you're all aware of. And I'm going to be taking the boys out of school because it doesn't fall to the time of their spring break, which makes me upset. But I've already notified them, and they're going to get all the information for me. And I can just see myself trying to do homework with them in a tent at night. When <laughs> with camels. About around. It's going to be a real joke. But anyway, somehow we'll get caught up or we'll keep up. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm not going to worry about it, and I'm just going to... Play it by ear, day by day. Absolutely. So that's what I do. That's how I keep up. And, of course, wow. we we always carry products with us. We always have Ninja Red. Joseph is always in my bag taking the Ninja Red. Oh, my gosh, if I have 10, by the time we get off the plane, I won't have any. He'll just drink it all, nonstop. And now that we've got nitro, Gary's been putting the nitro in his Ninja Red, and he finds it to be extremely helpful with the demands on him and the long hours that he's having to to keep with the distilling and just there's just so much that's happening right now. You may you may or may not know this but we're building another small distillery up in Highland Flats at the tree farm because it's just becoming so difficult now in having drivers take those big semis the heavy, heavy loads during the winter time, and the roads are treacherous. And Gary is a very, very experienced semi driver, and I worry about him on the icy roads and having to ch- chain and unchain the tires four, five, six times in a 120 miles. It's just ridiculous. And with the cost of diesel fuel, he feels like we can recover the cost of the distillery in. One good year, two years, and then it will be very easy to distill. So they're fast and furiously building. They've poured the footings. They they got the permit for the dam last week. So they are going full bore ahead, and I know they're racing as fast as they can to see how far they can get, at least get the roof on the, the distillery room before the cold weather comes. Because it gets cold and rainy and snowy up there. For those of you who've been there, you know it can be pretty nasty. 
So that's the latest and greatest with the building and the activity with, with Young Living. But the boys have been up there. They've been working, helping Gary. Jacob, at 12 years of age, is a really good excavator operator. And Joseph's learning how to operate the skidster. And, and so they can help a lot. So we're all involved. But that's what life is like with our family. Oh, gosh. Good thing for I mean, Nitro, right? 90% young living all the time. But it's just a way of life. It's what we do. It's how we eat. And the products are so spectacular. And, of course, with Gary, with all that he's been through with his horrible accident and recovering and his dedication to the oils, he wants the best for us, and he's going to provide the best for all of you. I mean, his whole goal is 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 a godly foundation, and he feels like he's doing what he needs to do by serving his fellow men, and that's his payback to God for being able to walk again. And he he has that constantly in his mind. And everything is about you. Everything is about the distributors, about Young Living, about the oils. And we were talking about the crews today, and they were talking, making decisions about what's going to be taught, what kind of training, because we know there's a lot of of training that people are asking for. They want comp plan training, business building training, product training. And there's only so much time and how can we do this? And so they got Gary on the agenda and, you know, three or four times and he put the paper down and he looked up at them and he said, well, I hate to tell you all of this, but I may not be there the whole time. And everybody kind of gasped. And he said, and I was with him when all of this happened, Last week in St. Mary's, we went driving, looking for tansy. And interestingly enough, we both said, well, let's go back to where we cut tansy the first time, which is about 45 minutes to an hour away from the farm on the Washington side. And so we drove over there, and we were so amazed to see how the tansy had grown back. Well, we only have about five months left, and so Gary says we have to, we have to distill tansy. He just walked in the room and then he ran out again because he heard me talking about tansy. <laughs> but maybe he'll come back and he can say hello. But he said, I have to tell you all of this. I am very nervous because the tansy is very ready to be harvested. And when the tansy is ready, then I'm going to go and I'll leave the ship. He says, you're all up there to have a good time, but the tansy can't wait and the tansy is more important to me than the cruise. So he may be leaving the cruise. And I thought that was pretty amazing. But he just walked in the room, so I think you should say hello to everybody. Who are you talking to? This is Jan. <laughs> and, yes, a thousand and, distributors. <laughs> a thousand distributors are on this call, she says. Oh, my goodness. Jan Springer. This is her weekly conference call. Oh, hi, Jan. You better hi, say Gary. Hello. Everybody says hi. Well, Everybody's on mute, but... Yeah, it's on mute. You can't hear them, but they can hear you. Well, my goodness gracious, this is a honor to be able to say hi to everybody and just pass on my blessings and love and appreciation to everyone. Thank you, Gary, very much. And everybody that's listening, I'm sure they're very grateful that you even popped in. What a great surprise. I mean, that was totally unexpected, so thank you. Well, well we thought we'd get home, but... Um, my brother and sister-in-law brought back their granddaughter, 
and they're staying with us. So Joseph's all excited. He's got like a little sister to play with, and Jacob went to be with one of his friends, so we were able to both come to the office, and it was getting later and later, and I thought, well, I'm not going to make it home in time, and so I left the meeting I was in with Gary, and I said, I'm going to go get ready for the conference call, and I didn't know what happened to him. I thought he went home, but I guess they stayed and talked, and he just walked in. Oh, my goodness, yes. We've been planning and going over things that are critical and important, and a lot of it was my travel plans because I'm going to be traveling in October. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I've got so much to do. I've got to be in uh, Kenya the 2nd of October because we're going to be flying into western Kenya on the um, Ethiopian border. I want to get some samples of Boswellia negalecta that I can bring back uh, to do some studies. And then uh, I meet with Dr. Osman and Sadka to fly into Somalia. I'll be in Somalia five days, uh, depending on if they let me out. It could be extended. <laughs> That's not good. And then from there I go into India to study the frankincense seriata. There's the only two places I haven't been is the frankincense in India and the Somalia. Uh, and I want to do that, so I've got my research completed because I'm writing my book on the three gifts, frankincense, myrrh, and balm of Gilead. So, and then I'm going to spend some time with the sandalwood distiller. I want to see what they're really doing after doing the distillation of sandalwood up at St. Mary's and uh, having a, quite a learning curve. Uh, but we're quite excited because we are now with the, uh, the new injection system I built in the distillery on Thursday and Friday, and then we tweaked it a little bit Saturday morning. We got 98% saturation, and we're pushing almost 10% uh, oil out of our sandalwood chips that were thrown away as they said they couldn't get oil out of. I'm sorry, 6%. 10% out of the, uh, the, the root wood. ball. So very exciting, but we also, through that, we found a new compound in sandalwood that's never been there before, simply because of what we're doing with our distillation. And so there's a whole new chapter right about sandalwood. Uh, I don't know if Mary told you about her feeling and love of our I new did. sandalwood. But, I did. Oh, my goodness, uh, everybody says she looks 10 years younger <laughs> already after oh, just a week. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're being silly. I don't know if they're trying to get a raise or if they're being serious. But <laughs> anyway... Uh, it's been interesting. And then from there I go uh, to Hong Kong for the grand opening and then from there to Tibet. I'm going and do some research and meet with the Dalai Lama and then what? from there to Japan and uh, then home. So that burns up the entire month of October. <laughs> and you wonder how we keep up? We don't. We stay home and go to school and do homework and play piano. <laughs> Holy cow. Gary, and what... If you can share, what are you doing with Dalai Lama, if that's okay? Well, uh, I've sent some letters requesting him as a guest speaker at the World Peace Conference for the caravan, and uh, I'm having trouble getting through as people. So Dr. Ito has said that she would make the personal introductions because he's a friend, she's a friend of his, her friend of him, or whatever. And uh, we've tried working through his people, and they've just created a, an iron curtain, 
So I'm going to Tibet to the source. And wow. there's some some herbs that I want to study there that uh, have some interesting stories. And I want to go find out if they're real. Because if wow. they're real, the one herb, I'm going to add it to Ninja Nitro next year. <laughs> Whoa, I'm speechless. Yeah, it's one that the shippers use, the guides for the climbers of Mount Everest. They okay. use it, and they claim it's what gives them the energy to carry an 80-pound pack at 20,000 feet, 20, feet elevation. I want to go see if it's real. <laughs> Holy cow. And then, uh, of course, we got the Golden Platinum Tour in I talked about that. Ecuador. Uh, we've got our farm closing in Peru at the end of this month, and our tansy harvest, and we will, it will be short notice, but naturally we'll let, it, let everyone know about the tansy harvest for those that, you know, may want to try to fit in their schedule and come out to the tansy harvest for a few days. It's a remarkable experience, one of Mary and I's favorite times, and one of the times that uh, carries some of the greatest memories of harvest for, for us. <laughs> That's when I used to do the swathing. Yep. <laughs> and it was a special time because... You know, we built St. Mary's from tansy. I didn't have the money, and so we started distilling and producing tansy from the wild and generating money and able to put a little of it back in the farm, and little by little we grew it. So not only is tansy an incredible oil for uh, as an anti-inflammatory agent, rheumatism, bursitis, uh, arthritis, just those aches and pains, but tansy is fabulous for cleansing the liver, and it's the most incredible equine spray that exists in the world. Uh, just a lot of wonderful things about tansy. We don't use enough of it. Yeah, we mix tansy in Palo Santo down in Ecuador and use it as a, a spray for bed bugs, mosquitoes and everything. It's everything. fabulous. The big old bot flies won't even touch horses when you put tansy on them. <laughs> oh, a lot of wonderful things and uh, great experience. So... Yeah, we always uh, welcome everyone that can come anytime to the farms and participate with us. I have to tell you that it's becoming my favorite thing because I get to spend time with you distributors when you come to the farm on a more personal level. Convention is special, uh, always will be special, but I don't get to spend any time one-on-one -on -one with anybody at convention. Uh, except for a minute to shake hands, a hug, hi, goodbye, whatever. But at the farms, when you come for the harvest, it's wonderful to be able to sit down and get to know you personally, feel your spirit, and share in your experiences and listen to your testimonies. Oh, my goodness. That's my favorite time. So I, uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm loving the balsam harvest because we get to see more and more people last year. We had 200, over 200 distributors that made it out to the balsam harvest. I will give you a heads up. This year, because of building the distillery at uh, Highland, at the tree farm, we won't be closed by road closures like we have been in the past 14 years. So we'll be extending the harvest over two months this year instead of the one-month traditional month. So it will uh, give the opportunity for a lot more of your people to come, a lot more exposure naturally and greater experiences. So uh, you might just put that on the back of your calendar uh, to save your spot for January, February for the 
spruce balsam harvest. Great times. We are building three uh, jacuzzi tubs at the camp, the logging camp there at Highland. So we'll have those things as well as, as what we have down at St. Mary's at the farm there. It was wonderful watching all the silvers uh, bathing in the hot tub. I think that was probably their highlight of their trip to Silver Club. Well, that one tub had nine people nine in it. Nine people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they were just having a wonderful, wonderful time. It was an amazing time. And every tub had a different floral water in it, so... You could go from one tub to the next to see which which oil you yeah. liked the most. Four different tubs, four different floral waters. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're seeing some really fun things. And those that come for the tansy harvest, I've got it set up so the sandalwood floral water will be in one tub. Oh, my gosh. Holy that's gonna cow. Be a dream. Oh, that's going to be a dream. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. That's going to be heaven on earth right there. It will yeah. be. Well, the water, you know, it's hot, and you can feel the oil on your skin. It just, oh, it's just it's just a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Wow. Well, thank you for popping in on us and giving us a little taste of what's going on. What a great little surprise that was. <laughs> it was totally Because I didn't know he was still here in the building. Yes. Wow, what a gift. And uh, thanks so much, Gary, for sharing that. And uh for people that are going to be coming to the events, um, you've got to go. If you've ever been to any of them, you know how, you know, like Gary said, that intimate time can be spent to really get to know the company and the youngs and the family and how the farm operates because it's so easy to go online and click, click, I want a lavender and I want a peppermint and, oh, send me some Ningxia and send me some cream for my yeah. face. But you, you right. get to really see what happens and how those things get to your bottles, and you really appreciate what you know what is going into them. Yeah, you really do come to appreciate the tremendous work that goes into getting that little tiny bit of oil in your bottle. Oh it's, man! It's, wow, it's most remarkable. You really do come to to love and appreciate, and you feel a lot of gratitude in your heart for being able to have oils. I mean, the talk with so many, those of us who are, are oil users, those of us who have to have the oils, it's like, what would we do if we didn't have oils? Where that's, would we that's go? That's a scary thought. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a horrible thought. You know, oh, I, think, I, I think of the boys. You know, what would we do if we didn't have the oils for their you little You know, that, that was a question that came in. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, oh, you're not. That's a question that came in. Was you know because of I know you know Gary is working so hard to you know do this in the farms and you know trying to lock in that um, you know our real estate. I mean, literally, what we've talked about it. We've in some of the meetings that we've had in you know at some of our trainings, especially the smaller trainings. But how um, how do you how do what is the vision for Young Living to secure um, enough oils for, you know, as we keep growing, because the Young Living is on a one path to, you know, awesomeness with our growth, but, you know, to secure the um, the products so that we have enough for people, or what what are the thoughts on that? Because um, you know it's kind what? of a hard question to ask. <laughs> Jen, you've got the perfect person here to answer that question. Yeah, oh, he's still there. <laughs> well, he's, he's the creator. He's the best one to tell you what he has planned. Did you hear the question, Gary? Yeah. 
it's, it's a broad question. It's a very critical one. And I say that simply because you folks at home that have not had the opportunity to travel abroad and see what goes on in the scope of essential oils naturally, I would say, live in an illusion in a manner of speaking because all that you have to go by is what you hear, read, uh, see at convention or a meeting, and one naturally gravitates to the feeling that all is well. And unfortunately, not all is well. The essential oil industry is declining at a very rapid rate in production. And some of you have heard me tell you the story of 1991 when I met Mr. Espew, and or I'm sorry, Mr. View, and he told me, he says, uh, Getty, if you want to have oils for your people in the future, you will have to grow it or it won't exist. And, you know, I thought that was a pretty uh, bold statement to be made at that time. But I didn't know the industry. I didn't know what was going on. And so people, naturally, it's just kind of human nature that if you can pick up the phone or go on the computer and you can log on and you can order a bottle and it comes to you in the mail, that there's just this kind of unspoken, unknown feeling that it just comes from hyper, uh, hyperspace or some unknown warehouse <laughs> uh, where there's an unlimited supply. I can't help but remember back years ago when I was a little boy and my aunt came to our farm and learned where milk was coming from, and she got very upset and told her father, who was my grandfather at that time, uh, that's not true. That's not really milk. Milk comes from the store. Well, we have to stop and realize that these oils don't come from a store. They come from a source, from nature. And those sources are drying up because every day fewer and fewer people are distilling and the young people do not want to distill. The young people don't want to farm. The young people don't want to work that hard. I look at it every day with a great deal of concern. What is going to happen when I announce in 2014, January 1st, that I'm going into retirement? And <laughs> what's going to happen to the farms and the oil supply? Uh, which is... I would have to say, in all honesty, it's a little bit scary for me because I'm out there every day dealing with it and I'm out there sourcing oils and trying to learn. And it's just like with the sandalwood. Uh, I've spent now two weeks distilling sandalwood to learn how to distill sandalwood. And to give you an understanding, we are extracting almost 10% out of the sandalwood. And if you read the literature, 2% is considered good. The folks in Hawaii who own the sandalwood farm that's tried distilling in a small distillery are getting 1.2%. And so it's, it's learning and developing it and how to obtain it. But who's going to do the farming in the future? That's why I'm developing these co-op farms in third world countries. That's why we're developing the farm in Peru that will be closing on in two weeks. 
and that encompasses right now over 20,000 acres. And I see that Peru will continue to grow. I've met with the Senator of Jordan who is offering to give me anywhere from two to 10,000 acres of land in the Wadi Rum Valley if I will come and farm there and create industry for those people. Uh, it's very exciting. But it has, someone has to do it. Who's going to do it when I'm not here any longer? That's why I'm raising Jacob and Joseph. But I'm also doing something else. The schools in Ecuador. We are now the first agriculture school, registered agriculture school in the nation of Ecuador. We acquired that accreditation about uh, four months ago. So our focus with the school in Ecuador is natural medicine and agriculture. Those are our two focuses. We will be building a university there for the students in three years to carry it on. We have an internship program on the farm today that started six months ago for our, our high school, or our, what we would call middle school students. I've already started an internship where they go to the farm two hours, two days a week to study agriculture, work in the fields, work in the distillery, work in the nursery. And then we have our natural medicine students that go to the farm two hours, two days a week to work in the clinic, in the blood lab, in treatment, in therapy, uh, all facets of the, of the clinic and natural medicine, nutrition, even cooking classes. My goal is to develop more of these schools because if we don't and we don't create a place to teach and bring these children up so it's in their genetics, in their genes, then they will not have an interest in farming and they will not have an interest in carrying it on. It's not only do we have to have leaders, but we have to have workers. And I'm looking at developing the future workers for the farm in Ecuador, the future workers for the farm in Peru. As we build out the farm in Taiwan and Israel, the same thing. Jordan, if we uh, go forward with the project there, we'll do the same thing. The farm in France, it will remain a small farm. It will just be a host for our European distributors, an education place, a place for them to visit. But we will never really expand the farm there simply because it's not affordable. And I started out 20 years ago with eight co-op growers. As of this year, I'm down to four. So I have half of what I had 20 years ago. I just found out from John Noel that one of those growers put his farm up for sale this summer. So I'm going to be down to three when it sells. We talked about buying the farm. We can't afford to grow lavender in the future in France because it is so expensive and we're getting more production in Utah than we are in France because the soil is burned out in France. So I'm looking right now at either moving an operation either to Jordan or to Peru I've also been looking at land and conditions in the state of Washington for lavender. Land is cheaper there than in Utah. So I will con always continue reaching out and expanding the farms and production and developing co-op farms uh, like we've done in Taiwan and we're doing in, in Israel and continue to expand. That is our future. Because the reason that these other companies are adulterating their oils is because they can't get 
the quality. We know for a fact that the company that we're engaged in lawsuit with is selling manufactured lavender and labeling it as lavender. It's, there's no question now after the laboratories have analyzed it, it is lavender. I said that five years ago and now it's validated and proven. And there's a lawsuit being filed now because a woman uh, used their lavender on her burn and it turned it from a second degree to a third degree burn and she was hospitalized at the University of Utah Hospital up in Salt Lake and that just happened a few months ago. So we're going to see more and more of this as we go forward. And it pains me in a way to see people uh, leave Young Living and go to another company that's selling adulterated oils, but it's because they don't have the vision and it's not in their heart. It's all about money for them. It's all about the grass is greener on the other side of the pasture, not realizing that all they've got to do to get their own pasture greener is just give it a little water. So we Young Living is the only company in the world that is positioned to support, supply, and produce their own oils for the future that the quality will never change. It'll never compromise. It'll only get better. And what do I mean when I say it'll only get better? Every time I build a distillery, every time I distill a plant, I make another discovery. And so through that discovery, that's what I mean. It'll only get better because the more I learn, the more I know, the better it's going to get. And so your future in Young Living, as long as I'm alive and Jacob and Joseph are alive, you're guaranteed the best quality that can exist in this world. No other, and I don't say this and I don't intend to say it in patting myself on the back, but only as a fact. I'm the only person in the world that has distilled on in nine different countries and, and a wide variety of oils. I look back over the years of what I've distilled off our farms, on our farms, and through research, and exceeds over 100 oils. And so we do continue to develop and grow and learn. And it's just like uh, the sandalwood I mentioned, developing this new steam injection system, and as a result of it, we went, and here's something else you can write down. When we started with the sandalwood, we were producing and pulling out 65 compounds out of the sandalwood. As I changed the injection systems, then by Friday we had pulled out 221 compounds out of the sandalwood, and one compound that, as of right now, is still unknown, that's over 8%. It's a major compound. And hopefully by this week we'll have it identified that was never shown up in sandalwood before. So how did that happen? It happened from just distilling and, and, uh, and maybe some of you on this call were in St. Mary's for the Silver Club and saw the sandalwood distillation and taken the samples and seeing the penetration. But as I worked with that, I changed. I even went to hydro distillation. I built a whole new injection system and changed it five times over the time from when you were there for the Silver Club until Saturday morning when I left to come to the family reunion. And that's what it takes to be able to, to test. I, I flew Brett up from the lab down here Thursday. He was there all Thursday night, Friday with me. We pulled samples every couple of hours, took him into the GC, 
ran them in the 50 and 60 meter column, analyzed it right there on the spot so we could see where the compounds were coming over, and that's what we do. And that's something that no one else in the world has ever done or is doing presently. And that's part of the, the whole picture is my focus is in building the foundation that will support you people, your kids, your grandkids for years to come. And maybe someday, Gary, it'll just be a story in the back of a room. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Gary. Hey. Well, we've gone past 8 o'clock. We're willing to talk. I don't know about the rest of you. Well, this is all really up to you because this is the biggest gift I can possibly imagine, and I'm just so grateful to be able to share this with everybody on the phone call. I've gotten some Facebook messages saying the lines are completely full and they max out at 1,000. So there's 1,000 people on the call. Um, You know, one of it's like I got goosebumps. It all worked out. It's just perfect. Well, it's recorded, and so people will be able to share it as well. You know, just keep sharing this message, Gary, and um, it's really important. You know, one of the most burning questions I've heard, and I'm hearing it almost every day, is not to put any pressure on it, what is, um, are the exotic oils going to be available because people are getting unbelievable results with pain <laughs> and immune system and that, you know what, we've got a new phrase. You know, everybody goes, you know, they've got their phrases about, you know, whatever. Our, our phrase in my local group here is, sweet biblical myrrh. <laughs> People say when they're going to say something like, sweet Lord, or, you know, they go, sweet biblical myrrh. That's <laughs> like the new phrase around here. So, it, okay. I mean, that's what the questions have been. Is there any, um, I don't, you know, mean to try to be prying stuff out of you, but, um, well, if you can uh, get it out of him, go for it. Yeah, Gary, I, don't have, I, don't. <laughs> I don't have the answer to that question, but he does. Okay. Uh, you warm my heart with asking that question. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because my love is bringing new oils to our distributors. And... With 250,000 plus distributors out there, you make my research much easier and faster. When I can put the oils out like the exotic kit and everyone starts using them and giving me feedback, then it makes it easier for me to shortcut the research and just go right to the, the main item or the main area where I said, let's say, for example, the biblical myrrh, sweet myrrh, that people start noticing that uh, they don't have menstrual cramps, even the guys. How yeah. <laughs> oh, Gary. You know, then all of a sudden I start targeting in and say, okay, what's in this oil that is do, having this action? What's the mechanism here? So it makes my research much easier to do, having everyone in the field using the oil and testing it and giving back results. I said this at convention, these oils will come online based on those who send in emails requesting them. It is demand that stimulates the flow to the market naturally. And so as I see more and more people using the exotic oils and I see the sales going up, I see letters, emails coming in, text messages, whatever, with testimonials. I'm not going to take that away from you. 
and we've had a quite a response in, from convention. So when you get your Christmas catalog and look in it, you'll notice that exotic oils will be available for Christmas. Oh, there, wow. We're building right now 2,000 more kits, and that's probably all that we will have left for this year. But we did have enough when I met with the team last week uh, on this decision. Uh, I asked them to give me the, the amount that we had left in supply, uh, and they said we can build 2,000 more kits, and then we will be out until next year. So that will be in your Christmas catalog. And as I said, based on how it sells, we'll make the determination next year if those oils are introduced at convention online as a single oil. And that is my goal is to bring them on one at a time as a single oil into the convention or at convention for the Young Living uh, Buffet of Oils. Mm. Well, thank you. Those oils are outstanding. I mean, that sweet biblical myrrh, oh my gosh, for those of you that got that. And I love the micromeria. I mean, that for respiratory, and it's so uplifting. If, you know, I, I did a convention wrap-up, and I passed around all the oils and... I tell you, Micromaria and Sweet Biblical Myrrh were the two that people went crazy over. Um, so they just absolutely love them. So I'm sure you're going to see these probably sell out right away. And it's exciting to hear that. So all of you that are on the line and took the time out of your evening to hear this, you got that right from Gary. So you'll be all waiting for your catalog. <laughs> so, oh, that's fantastic. That's going to be interesting to see that uh, 2,000 bottles or 2,000 kits of oils just go out to one region. <laughs> yeah, North Dakota. <laughs> uh, they've been going everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't want to take too much and abuse this time with you guys because I know that uh, this is it's an honor and a treat you know, to be able to spend this time with you and everybody that well, is here listening as well. Well, it's... Jen, it's a treat for us to think that so many of you would want to spend your evening with us. It goes both ways, you know. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is a treat. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up? I know, Mary, we were going to talk about, like, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, we, we, we just went on to the boys and we, we did this about the face and the sandalwood. And then we got Gary here. It's even like, oh, my, it's just incredible. Is there anything well, else that you know, you I don't know. Are there a lot of things that we didn't cover? Are there a lot of questions that you still have? Well, I guess, you know, if there's one thing I would really love to ask you is this. If I was sponsoring you today and you didn't know about Young Living and you decided to do this as a business, how would you grow this business? What would you do to grow Young Living if you were a new distributor? You mean how I would structure it or, or? Well, how would you begin to grow your business? How would you go, like if you looked at the product line and you said, okay, I'm going to grow this business. I mean, not the structure, not the comp plan, but if you were just going to market the product and how would you, what, what products would you pick to lead with and how would you go about, you know, especially today's age, you know, we've got all these technologies and we've got home gatherings, you know, there's so much that we can do to grow our business. What would you personally choose to do well, if you were building a business in this today, in today's time? For me, it's really easy because I'm really simple. I'm really... Don't let her kid you. No, it's true. I'm, you know, when I first built my business many moons ago, 
We didn't have internet. I wasn't a very good typist. And there wasn't email. And everything was basically face-to-face or on the telephone. And so there was a tremendous communication. What I did, and many of you will probably laugh, but I would call someone up on the phone, and these were practically my exact words. Hi, Jen, how are you? Oh, that's great to hear. I wanted to call you because I have something really exciting to tell you. I have just discovered a brand new product. I've never heard of them before. I, I'd never had any exposure to them. But I am so excited. I just feel so fantastic. And I really believe that this is something that would benefit you, something that you would like to know about. And I can't get you out of my mind, and I would like to come over and show you. It doesn't matter to me if you don't want them. That's just fine. But I want the burden off of my shoulders of worrying and thinking and knowing that I have something that I really believe you would like to to know about. And, you know, if you have credibility with your friends, they'll never turn you down. And I was never turned down once. My favorite thing was to sit at the kitchen table. They had a box of products, and I would just dump them out on the kitchen table, and I would talk about one product after the other. There was something like 10 or 11 products in this box. And every single person said, well, when can I get these products? And I'd say, well, you can have this one if you want. Great. And I'd sign them up. I never had one person I didn't sign up. They all went for it. And sometimes I'd be asked, well, what's the best way? How should I sign up? Because, you know, you can be a distributor, a member, this, that. And I'd say, well, there are a couple of ways you can sign up. But I believe the very best way for you is to become a distributor. Why? Because you can order the products wholesale. But because you'll be excited about the products like I am, you'll probably want to tell your friends and family members. And the next thing you know, you'll be going over and showing them the products. So why not make a little bit of money while you're spending your time telling other people about the products? It'll just happen naturally. Everybody became a distributor. Nobody did it any other way. People will do what you tell them to do if it makes good logical sense because they trust you and they don't know what to do. That was my favorite thing. Well, we have the Everyday Oils Kit. I'd love to show people that. Maybe the toothpaste. Um, I have a hard hard time staying away from the, the skincare products. Maybe it's a Wolfberry Bar. And you got to show them Ninja Red. Well, that's enough to get started on. A lot of people are building their business just on Ninja Red. Yes. But that... That was my favorite thing, and I was selling Chinese herbs. Well, they don't smell. Golly, all you have to do is stand in the grocery line of the store and take out your peppermint and put a dab on on the back of your neck or just rub it with your fingers and breathe it, and everybody will turn around and say, Whoa, what's that? It smells so good. Well, there you are into a conversation. And you want to be short. You want to be concise. You don't want to unload. You just want to be simple. And, and you never want to act desperate. You never want to act like you absolutely have to sign them up as a distributor. You don't have to talk about signing people up and becoming a distributor. But you certainly can hint around it by saying something like, well, these are essential oils. I discovered them about a year ago, and I've been using them with my family, and 
myself, and we've just had so many fabulous benefits, telling a little story here or there, and say, and you know what? I discovered that I can build a business with this, and I can stay home with my kids. I can travel with my husband. I don't have to go and work. I can pick and choose when I do it. It's just absolutely wonderful. So I don't know. Maybe you're looking for a part-time business or something where you can make a couple of hundred dollars a month. Um, if you don't have that interest, you may just want to try using these products. But either way, it, it's fantastic for anybody who who is looking for something natural, something that's not a chemical, something that's not toxic to the body. And, you know, you just let the words carry you and just be careful not to go too far. And it works every time. I've never had it fail, not ever. Yeah, there's, there's so many ways, and, you know, that was Mary's system and Mary's style, and it worked for her because it fit her personality. Each and every person has their own individual personality, there are people on this line listening that are probably very shy, maybe more conservative, and they're saying, well, golly, I don't feel that bold to just go out and ask those same kind of questions. So how does somebody that's shy approach it? And here's the thing that we need to just keep in mind. I have watched the shyest people in the world get excited about something. Maybe it's a new feature an app on their cell phone or a computer program or something. Even shy people get excited. When you're excited and you're passionate about something, you don't have to have a structured way of sharing it with somebody because it comes from your heart. And people feel it when it comes from the heart. You know, when you start out, you don't always have your own stories to tell. So you borrow stories from your friend or from your mother or your sister, things that happen to people that you know of, or perhaps you have uh, a picture of somebody that uh, had a burn and it was healed in three weeks' time using lavender or lavaderm. But the thing that I see that you have to be careful with, because there are so many things in Young Living, so many beautiful products, you could build a business on any two products that exist in Young Living, whether it's frankincense and lavender, or sleek and ninja red, or nitro and... Vitagreen. Yeah, multigreen. <laughs> multigreen, or, yeah. Or three wise men or whatever. It doesn't matter. You could pick any two products, and with two products you could build a business and never, never go anywhere else. The art kit alone you could build a business on. The progescent serum because uh, oh, there's so many women in the, middle, yeah. in the middle ages that are having problems and, and even young women are estrogen deficient, progesterone imbalanced. You could build a business just with that alone. And so if you're meeting with ladies, I mean you gals know you, you can look at each other and you know that somebody is having menstrual problems or hormonal deficiencies and it's really easy to talk about that because that's something that they're experiencing and it's very real. I mean, I sat and listened to women at the lodge during harvest just talking back and forth about how their husbands complain that they don't have enough uh, sex drive. And they say, you know, I don't, I don't know what's wrong. We've been married seven years, you know, why does 
he still feel he wants to be intimate every night. You know, and that's life. It's unfortunately it's life today because there is such an imbalance. You know, and this one gal I, I overheard her saying she's you know, ever since I used progesterone, now it's my husband that's uh wanting a break. So <laughs> you know, there's those are real things and, and when you've got solutions we had a beautiful lady at Silver Club that shared a heart-wrenching story about her granddaughter that got burned, 18 months old, that pulled a cup of hot uh, tea, cup of boiling tea over on her, and they rushed her to the hospital, and she had second-degree thermal burns all and, over her face. Oh, it was horrible! Horrible! And she shared the pictures. Well, my goodness, I mean, there were people just sitting there that were crying when they saw the pictures. And inside of just a matter of a few days, this little girl was was almost spotlessly healed. And she used lavender, lavaderm, spikenard, and helichrysum. Well, you can imagine the people, the 200 people that saw that pretty little, those three pictures, you know, guess the phone lines that were ringing here at corporate. Uh, you know, simple things. You don't have to say a lot. Just... Simple little things, as Mary said. I tried this. It helped me. Another gal came to me at Silver Club. She had been born with a deficiency in her body, and she couldn't assimilate vitamin B, B vitamins. She started drinking Ninja Nitro, and so what was she doing? She was taking B injection shots every week. She started drinking Ninja Nitro at convention and hasn't taken another B shot since because her body's getting the B vitamins she needs from nitro, Ninja Nitro. Oh, my goodness, it just it goes on and on forever. So when you have that, that experience, you have that feeling, you know, it, it is. It's a matter of just sitting down and saying, you know, I'd really, really like to share something with you that has just got me buzzing inside with butterflies of excitement because I've seen what this has done for other people. I've seen what it's done for somebody in my family or myself. You know, it's that excitement. There are so many people that are starving to death for something that will excite them. I got a beautiful email from another distributor that thanked us from Silver Club. And she said she had never dreamed in her life. And she went home with a dream, and now she's dreaming, and she's building her dream. You know, every one of you on this call, you have something to believe in. You have something to be passionate about. You have something to be so excited you can't sit still because it's real. And it's, it's God-founded. It's God-created. And there's nothing that you have to be ashamed of, nothing that you have to apologize for. And everybody out there, with our economy the way it is, our world the way it's going, they need help. They need help financially. They need help spiritually. My goodness, I can't tell you how many people have, have just used inspiration and said how it helped them with their, the spiritual darkness that they found. Uh, hope, because they were depressed. Oh, my goodness. I could tell stories all night about the old blend of hope and how it's pulled people out of depression. Frankincense has done the same thing for hundreds, perhaps thousands of people. And there's so much depression in our world. I mean, it's... It's a beautiful way. If you're a little bit more shy, then you can invite people over to your home and say, hey, I'd like to have you come over for a tea and juice party. 
and brew up some sleep tea and give them some ninja with nitro in it. Well, before they get to the door, they're going to want to know what they had. You don't have to sell it to them. Just get them to taste it. Get them to drink it. Get them to rub it on. Smell it. Experience it. And But one thing I will say, learn the business plan so when you start recruiting, you're not caught with your pants down not understanding it because you are going to have people that are going to say, well, can I really do this as a business? You want to be a step ahead of them. Know what you're talking about with your plan. You're going to want to know how you structure your people and where you place them. So it will give you the most leverage in building your business. And all I can tell you is from this end where we can watch the commission checks going out and we watch the people coming in, it's a mighty big thrill to see a person coming in, a single mother that is on welfare, that went out and started sharing the oils and inside of 42 days become a silver with a $3,500 check. Yeah, it's remarkable. Now that's, that really stimulates the passion in me because that gave a woman a life that she didn't have before. And whether it be one or ten or a, a hundred thousand, there are millions of people out there in the same boat today. So you've got it. You've got everything that you need. Mm, wow. Thank you. That is so true, Gary. And really sharing from the heart is what I found works. And for all the leaders here on the call, I can imagine that would be the same thing. And just if it doesn't feel natural, don't do it and share your story. The old saying goes, stories sell, facts tell. You know, tell your stories, tell what you've seen, and always take those pictures beforehand. I always forget afterwards and take those pictures and create a photo album of your own testimonials. And uh, it's a really a way to, to share and, and show people what we've done. Um, one quick last, last little question, Gary, for, um, for the men out there. Um, is there anything uh, maybe coming down the pipeline to, for them? Because, you know, we've got all these ladies' project products. You know, we've got the endogize and the progestins and sclerosins and the ladies' sclerol and all that stuff. How about the dudes? Do they have anything to look forward to and then maybe in the future? Yes. Uh, next year, and I shouldn't be telling you the trade secrets here. Honey, you've got a thousand people listening. Do you know where that's going to go? <laughs> well, don't, don't, give us, don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> don't incriminate yourself. Don't well, get the marketing department mad at you. We have, we have some areas in our world where there's incredible need. And last year, I asked the marketing people to do the demographics on Young Living to confirm or uh, dispute my feelings and my own evaluation. And that is, I said, I believe just looking at our demographics and young living would be about 55 average age. Well, they did the demographics and guess what? It was 55 to 56. Well, here's the part that, uh, and I mentioned a little bit of it at a convention, the biggest concern of everybody today over the age of 50 is their memory. Uh, and second to that is their sexual well-being. Right. And so those two are target areas for next year. In the meantime, in the meantime, you put your men on blue spruce and endogize, and you'll see a stud horse come out of the crail. And we pour back. <laughs> I had a 
a young man, well, I say young man, he's in his mid-50s down at the farm yesterday. Uh, he's one of my new managers. Just joined Young Living about a month and a half ago. And uh, his anniversary was today, the 25th anniversary. And he says, wow, Gary, I said, I don't know how that blue spruce works, but he says, I feel like I'm 20 years old. And he says, I've got to get my wife to take him because I'm not sure she's going to be able to keep up with me. <laughs> what was remarkable is six months ago, the story was the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife was complaining about his inability. So, yes, uh, uh, blue spruce is amazing, and all you have to do is just Rub it on topically. Now, we're doing a study on the blue spruce to see its effect on osteoporosis and how it's affecting bone density, see if if it does or it doesn't, because we see how it's helping people uh, in many areas, male and female alike. Uh, Mary does a capsule twice a day. I do. I do a caps. I do a capsule morning and night of blue spruce and sclerescence. Yeah, and since she's been doing a capsule blue spruce morning and night, you know I have to swat her away. <laughs> she, she won't let me sleep at night. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> so, but it, it, it does work for both. But you know, it's we have seen evidence in clinical trials that it is increasing testosterone. Uh, in a, in a different way, it's, it doesn't contain testosterone factors, but there's other factors in the human body that relies on uh, having the uh, proper hormone proper balance. ingredients in place so it can produce hormones. And the blue spruce is facilitating that. The mechanism of action is not absolutely known at this time. Well, we see it's raising estrogen in women as well. If it's going to raise estrogen, it should. It should improve bone density for women. Uh, I just see the benefits it's had with Mary, and and it's remarkable. Uh, So men and women, both blue spruce and both endogize. Yes, we have more support for women than men right now because our distributor force happens to be 80% women. And the women keep asking all the questions. Men don't ask questions. Men don't complain. Well, men complain. They just don't talk openly about their inabilities. Wasn't was Endogize originally formulated for men? Wasn't it like way back? Yes. Or wasn't it the, the new men's core stop and then it got switched yes. around because he found out well it was working for women? Yes, absolutely. So you combine the two. And it'll take a man's testosterone up to where he'll think he's a young man. So even though the label says for women's health, it's unisex. Absolutely. Yes. Those are herbs traditionally used for men, too. Yeah, and you have to remember, when it's a natural product, you don't know for sure what the benefit will do, how much it will help. You just have to experiment. You know, it's just like drinking a tea, drinking peppermint tea. Well, Peppermint tea is wonderful for cooling the body off when it's hot, but how much do you drink? Does it work for you? It's impossible to know, but you just have to experiment. 
Now, the application of the oil, that can be very important, and where you put it might uh, increase activity. <laughs> just all like silent. <laughs> You're like, hmm, where do you? Well, I was thinking of somewhere where we. I was thinking in a very well, bad I didn't place. Want people, I didn't want people to get the wrong idea, you know. And I'm looking at him and think, Gary, you need to tell him where to you. He's at the bottom of the feet. I was well, thinking in in the private area. <laughs> oh my gosh, it would burn like crazy. I know it'd be. That would be bad to Holy smoke! <laughs> I wouldn't be trying smoke. that if I were you. It's very well. There's there are those who have, and it's been very successful. Woo! So you want to you want to liven up somebody's life? Well, but under the arms, you know, is a deodorant on the inside of the thighs. Very 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 popular and very well used. Uh, you know, you can put it on the face, and you get almost the exact same reaction. Like I said, you have to experiment. That's so true, and you guys, I know you hear it, and I hear it, and all the leaders hear it, and anybody who's ever talked to anybody about the oils hears it. They always want to know exactly what to do for what, and Gary, tell me exactly what to do, and Mary, tell me exactly what to do, and you know what, it isn't, there is no exact in the way of oil, and it's exactly what you said. You've got to just do it. Grab those nine oils you get and those samples you get in your kit and just play with them. Open the bottles. Just to have fun, and that's how you will learn how to use the oils. Yeah, and you, oh. you can look at the the different oils. Try the ones that are specific to the that body system, and see yeah. which one gives you a response. Which one feels better? People come up and ask me those kinds of questions all the time, and my answer is, well, do you have a crystal ball? Only your body <laughs> yes. knows. Only your yep. body knows. I don't know. I can only say, well, this is good for the system, you know, Cypress is good for circulation, give it a try. Yep. Well, I'll give, a, I'll give you a little tidbit. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you uh, ladies put ylang-ylang and blue spruce on, and then if you can get your men to use hong kwai and blue spruce. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll report back, Gary. We'll let you know. Yeah, we'd like to know. <laughs> All right, well, cool. That's how we do research. <laughs> That's how we do research. Now, I, I will uh, say this. That I will not take responsibility for an increase in the family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, this is the most fun interview I've ever been on. This is my favorite topic. <laughs> Well, you can be sure if Gary's around, you're going to be laughing. <laughs> yes, I so appreciate it. Well, you know, we are um, we went over here a little bit, but I don't, I want to honor your time. And I know everybody here is probably having a ball and we're just having the best time ever. And hopefully in the future we can do another one of these, maybe in the yeah. spring or something. I wish we could hear everybody laughing. Oh, I'm sure there, if we open these lines, our ears would blow out from laughter and talking I'm and sure. people. You know, well, I'll com- I'll compile a, um, some feedback for you guys and send it over oh, to that'd Kelly. Be fun. That'd yeah, be fun. I know I'm already getting snowed with stuff, so I'll send over some feedback. And you know, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Mary, for spending time with all of uh, us and sharing these th- great insights. Thank you for arranging it, for asking, and it has been a lot of fun. Yes, thank you so much, guys, and safe all travels, right. happy travels. Go for it and spread the word. 
Yes, everybody. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, Gary and Mary. And we will sign off. Talk to you all next week. Love okay. you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Again, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Thank you for coming. Jen, thank you for doing this. You're welcome.